Hello and welcome to Ready for Action, your favourite podcast about Warhammer Underworlds in less than 30 minutes. <laughs> that's like laying down the gauntlet and a challenge to what the heck, because that's their, that used to be their tagline. So right. we'll see if we can do it in under 30 minutes. Okay, I've started the clock. Here we go. We're on. Dun, We're 20 seconds dun, in though, so dun, we're a bit dun, dun. Right, so you're here today with... Joseph Gunn. Dan Smedley. And in body but rather than mine, Dan Jones. I thought that was the wrong way around, but it's not. No, you got it the wrong way around. It's yeah, like, I'm surprised I got it the right way around it's as well. The, it's the lack of sleep he's got, unfortunately. It's the lack of sleep. It's the lack of sleep. So, should, we, should we get congratulations to Mr. Jones? I think we should, yes. He's uh, become uh, the big daddy of uh, Ready for Action recently, haven't you, mate? I have done, yes. And uh, I have thus uh, put the gauntlet over to you guys now as well to win all the <laughs> tournaments. So you've got, to, you've got to up the game. I thought you were going to say to have a child. <laughs> I was like, I thought that's what was going cool. Okay, mate. Me. <laughs> me and you, Joe. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I tell you what, it would be a beautiful baby, wouldn't it? It would. Like? It would. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Probably quite hairy. <laughs> Everyone loves a hairy baby. Anyway, uh, so what else have we been up to? So, so apart from uh, becoming a father, Dan, what else have you been up to, mate? Pretty, well, not sleeping. Um, I've managed to paint the despoilers. Okay, nice. Uh, which I was quite pleased with. It they were didn't look great to start with, but you know when you get all the way through and then all of a sudden they pop. Yep. And and yeah, I was pleased with that and just went over the top with the bases, but that's normal. I have built the worm spat and I've built the manhunters. Um, really enjoyed building those kits. The worm spat is such a special kit. If really I, nice. I'll have to kind of agree with you. Sometimes painting, you're looking at it, you're looking at it. It's not until that final little bit, or sometimes. Painting the rim black on yeah. the base, and you're like, ah, it's finished. Just pulls it together, <laughs> doesn't it? It was good. Yeah. yeah. It's when you stick all the flowers and the bits of stuff you found in the garden onto the base, and it's like, ah, I've obscured all that bad detail that I failed on my legs, and now they're great. <laughs> That's when you realise that that mud was actually cat poo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bit of PVA, and it keeps the smell all the way in. Perfect for your web spots. That's it. So I noticed you actually went quite dark with your despoilers. I think that's worked really well, actually, on the skin tone. I tried to go with all the browns uh, all the way through the model. Uh, so, yeah. Do you have help painting from the little one, then? Um, <laughs> no, but um, if people are looking for assistance in painting, Mike Carlin, uh, then the little lady might be able to help you out with that. Fantastic. How about you, uh, Mr. Smedley? What have you been up to? So it was buzzing for the Nurgle release, so when they dropped, they had dropped on the day actually when we went to Shade Glass Games up in Ilkeston. Yep. Well, I managed to win glass with Ripper Snarlfang, so I mean, God's one hunt time, sorry. Um, yeah, so I managed to take that, so I was happy with that. That was the Grand Clash deck that went three and one, but I felt was a bit... A bit dicey, I think, was dicey. the term you used, wasn't it, mate? So that, that was your grand, your grand Clash deck that you took... Tweaked to, slightly. slightly. Yeah, with the new cards. Did make sure they're legal before, so that was good. And then since then, uh, the Nurgle, they're over there looking at them, so I've been putting some paint on them. Nearly at the ready for wash stage, so I look at them at the minute, and I've got loads of just blocky base coats on it, and it's like, eh, but then just whacking it all over Athonian Camon shade for the Nurgle dudes. Mm-hmm. Kind of ties it all together, and then I can whack some highlights and stuff on it. I'll tell you what, though, I mean, even from, like, I'm looking at them from, what, probably a couple of feet away, if that, and uh, they look really good. Just from this distance? I think it helps. I've done the bases already. Yes. So, well, it's not washed and highlighted, but they're already painted mm. the bases because I wanted to hit the whole thing with a wash all as one, basically. Yeah. Lazy painting, but it works. I found now that um, I paint the bases first. I don't know why, but I've changed. I used to paint the miniature first and the base afterwards, and I think now I'm painting, painting the, the base in its entirety first and then 
Trying. You're keeping them separate though, aren't you? You're sometimes they are, sometimes them. they're not. <laughs> okay. It depends on, on what the model is. So with the ghost schemes, with them being very light, I've been painting the bases first to avoid getting base colours onto the onto that light yeah. colour. Yeah. <clears throat> Mine's just when light, because I thought about keeping the bases separate for those. And then I think two of them have toes or half a foot yeah, on the base. And I was yeah. like, oh, I just can't I just glue it. Done. Yeah, that's it. Never mind. Yeah. They're not going to be like beautifully painted and winning awards. So I'm not painting separately. If I miss little bits that you can't ever actually see, fine. <laughs> if oh. you're missing bits paint on there, just cover it up in electrical tape. Yeah, and that was point. my trip to the Grand Clash as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand George had uh, quite a difficult opponent in the last game, which where you won glass, didn't you? I did. Uh, another member ready for action, Josh Bloor and his chosen axes. <laughs> oh my god, he was trying to make them oh great my again. God. I've not got the scores on me. They're on my phone, which we're recording on at the minute. However, it was something like 10-9 to Josh in the first game, which I was unbelievable. But then 11-10 to me in the second. Wow. And I think 12-10 to me in the third. That is pretty just, close. Oh, my God. It was just unreal. It was To be fair, he plays the Chosen Axe as well. They are shit. But he plays them <laughs> well. He's got them going probably as best as they can. Really. What, and what also, what other... Um... What other yeah, teams did you come up against? What other warbands? Uh, I played Jay in a Ripper's Mirror match. Okay. So that was quite close. He took me in the first game and then I managed to take the next two in that. That was just dice. Okay. So he had better dice in the first game, won. I had better dice in the second and third games, won. It was actually really even games. Okay. And I played um, Dan Aslam as well from he regularly goes to Borton. Yes, yes. He had Thundrich Profiteers in the first game. Exactly the same as the game against Jay. He had dice in the first game, beat me. And then I had dice, and then I had dice. It was like, it was like that. They are very dicey, yeah. but they're very fun. So I actually enjoyed it. It's, it's a, a particular warband that I, I've obviously got, but I haven't, I haven't assembled yet. And they're, they're going to be on the list to do, but uh, I think I'm going to... I might try out the Worms back, but I think we'll talk about them a bit later on anyway. Yeah. And as for me, what have I been up to? Not a lot. However, I have now finished my dissertation. Hooray! Hooray! So that means I should now be able to do some actual gaming, which will be good fun, and some more painting. I did um, take part in the um, Derby Blood Bowl League opening match um, with my new Skaven team, the Mordheim Comets. Nice. And I played against uh, a Chaos Pack team for the opening game, which is, you know, for anyone all who plays Blood Bowl, three monsters, yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, all of the additional races which come with it so there was a dark elf in there there was a goblin in there Skaven, Skaven was in there was the Skaven yes Skaven was in there um, and the orc as well and um, by the end of the game I had two dead dead line rats <laughs> and a blitzer they were there to die they were there to die but the other <laughs> line rats were also in the uh, the dead box not actually dead luckily and then I had a blitzer missing next game so it was quite worrying I did manage a 2-2 draw but when That's you have to set up a gutter runner on the front line <laughs> for a drive, it's very, uh, very scary. This is early doors, there's no tackle. Exactly. So I was quite lucky with that, really. Um, yep, so that's really been it for me. Looking forward to getting back into doing some proper Underworlds gaming uh, and also trying out some Warcry, potentially. Yeah, that's tickled all our fancies at the minute. Yeah. But anyway, you guys are here to listen to us... Uh, Talk about Warhammer Underworlds, so that's what we're going to stick with. No, they're um, not. They're not here to listen to talk about Underworlds. We're here to laugh at Josh and Ash and everybody else. Yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed that uh, Ash, the uh, bushwhacker buckler, isn't here today, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to uh, winding him up about things, but uh, never mind. And uh, what was it? Se- sexy, sexy Kev? 
Because he's the most attractive he's one, most isn't attractive he? One of I think three. we were talking about from last last time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure on that. And uh, Josh is having his roof looked at, which I think is a bit of a euphemism, <laughs> yeah, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> you see, real life stuff, people gets in the way of uh, underworlds at times. Anyway, uh, let's talk about new stuff. New stuff. Mm. So, what we're we talking about specifically, I believe there's a bit of a reveal. There was. At, um, when was that? That was only a, was it last week. This week. Last week, I think. It was end of last week. Yeah, last weekend. And that Which, is, uh, we should put a bit of context to this, actually. This is Tuesday the 25th of February we're recording. It so is. If anything sounds like it's a load of nonsense, think back to where the status of the game was then. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we're looking at Morgox Crushers. Is that what they're called? Yeah, they uh, were released at uh, the Toy Fair in New York. Fantastic. Yeah. So we're, we're having a quick look at the models now. Um, three, three big lads. Yeah. Just like just like who sat around the table. Three big lads. Um obviously the man himself, he's got quite a big chopper in his hand. In fact, two big yeah, choppers. Two, the other one stealthily hidden behind him. Yep. Uh, then we've got another lad who's got two clubs. Clubs, a bit like a basher. Yeah, it's like hacker and basher. On steroids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh Mr Mr. Schoolface himself at the back. Nice. So no oh, idea on names of the other two guys at the moment. Uh, I've not uh, trolled through the cards to see if you can see anything else so far. But so we had a bit of a discussion before. So I think the big guy at the back has got a massive, like two-handed mace. You think there's a bit of a flail element to it, I, I think which I can see which bit you're kind of referring yeah, to on the picture. I, I think it's a massive club and a slightly smaller club chained to the end of it. So it's kind of like a a bit of a flail morning star, is it? So yeah. potentially that could actually give him the extra range. Maybe he has range two clubbing. <laughs> and he can swing it around. Maybe uh, Range two. Scything. Scything. Or, I don't know. So, That's so, a bit brutal. So what we're thinking, so first of all, let's, let's talk models. I like that. Brutal. And <laughs> <laughs> that his name? Yeah. Brutal. Uh, yeah, so models. What we're thinking, guys? Looking nice, really nice. Um, I think the leader looks almost like a mega boss from the from forty k. Yeah, I could see that. Not forty k. The oh, uh, one. AOS. AOS. Yeah, it just I don't know. He looks amazing. I could see him being stood on top of a more thingy crusher. More crusher. Yeah, more crusher. I could see him literally just being stood on one of them. Yeah, that could work. And looking down. Um, so, what we're thinking about um, stats? I was going to stick. Like, hang on a minute. Let's. Let's. I, I like the fact this guy's got got a bare chest. I like the fact he's looking hench at the you back. You like yeah. guys with bare chests? <laughs> no need to say anything about that. Well, you know, why not? I think. I mean, they are they are all wearing the best form of armor, and that is sleeveless. Sleeveless <laughs> armor. Um, I tell you what. I, I don't know whether anyone's seen. Obviously, not these particular models, but. These the brutes actually in AOS. They're they're pretty big models to be yeah. fair. Mm. They're um, they're much much bigger than what I would class as old Blackhawks back in the day. Yeah. Um, so I think they're going to be. We were talking earlier. We think they're going to be quite tough. These yeah. guys. Yeah, I reckon three mini Mologs, five wounds apiece. I don't think they're going to have quite the same like activation trickery and stuff like that. Yeah. But I could see them being five wounds apiece. Looking at the size of them, and you think that's mega, but actually. 15 wounds isn't necessarily that mega. And there's only three of them, like you say, yeah. Original Orcs have got 17, if if I've done my quick math right. Quick maths. Three fours out of five, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
My brain's not functioning, <laughs> but I'm not adding up anything. So, yeah, I could see that. Maybe average damages across. Yeah. I cannot see that guy with that massive club. If he's inspired, that's got to be doing three damage. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that, to so, be honest. Yeah. Maybe if he is going for scything, it has two attack profiles. One of them is going to be, perhaps when he's inspired, it becomes scything and it's damage two for the scything attack. And then it's a massive wallop for damage three. <laughs> a massive wallop. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why Ash isn't here as well at the moment. <laughs> um, the, yeah, and then Super Hacker and Super Basher um, doing, probably starting with two, but I, I can see there being, as I said before with the Daughters of Cain, I can see there being some kind of combo, innate combo being linked into some of these, so perhaps they have one attack action. If that succeeds and it's a low damage... They get then they get the one. second one, which they can then cause more damage, or it's make the first attack action, and then if it succeeds, repeat that attack action again. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've seen enough combo yet. So I think when these two warbands do drop, we'll see more universal combo stuff as well. Yeah, and I think that may bring the balance back to the force yeah. with uh, the objective play. I mean, Basically. I think we're quite quite clear. We're saying these guys are aggro. I mean, just look at them; they're very much an aggro <laughs> star warband. Um, inspiration. That's where I'm struggling. Mm. I don't know. Because back to the original ways of uh, the the original ways of uh, AOS, it's if you can shout wah the loudest, <laughs> then you just become inspired. Um so the other orcs, the old orcs, yep. um, were if they take damage, they become inspired. Yeah. Which is very orky, you know, orcs in the law. Basically, the more they survive, the bigger they get. That's kind of their thing. The more fights they're in, involved in, the bigger they get. Eyes dead hard and ready for action. Exactly. So, um, I think they're kind of running out of ways of doing things because these have been optimal for going when they charge. Yes. As in, going in and charging. Yeah. But obviously, they've already done that with scarce. They have. Successful attacks, Magors. Yeah. Wounded orcs, whether they repeat something, which they're going to have to I eventually. Mean, I guess yeah. as well, do so I guess it's on the level of the uh, inspiration what how much of a gain do they make mm. to how difficult that inspiration would be yeah because if you look at the worms back for instance they're inspiring off is it three three fighters uh, yeah either wounded or and or uh, that action. action um so so you say i think we are starting to run out of Ways to inspire. Ways. Well, that I'm getting like ridiculous, like do an action on a fighter card or something bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to eventually kind of run out of ways. And some stuff's good and works. So, yeah. If it suits their style yeah. of play, why do something different? Yeah. So, I suppose that's one thing, you know, obviously we've, we've given you our ideas. I think it might be similar to the, old, the other orcs, to be honest. I think they take damage, they inspire. Um, if you disagree or you think it's something else, please drop us a message on, on Facebook. Let us know what you think. I'm always keen to hear from other people. Um, you wanted to mention the school face dude, Dan. Yeah, he's got a uh, he's got a bird face bird face skull on the on the miniature, and uh, people were moaning saying that he doesn't yeah. match the card for Great Fortitude. Um, it's just there's a couple of others as well where it doesn't match the art. Obviously, they've changed it ever so slightly. But come on, people, do you have to fill the Facebook forums up with it? <laughs> Christ, he's a wicked model. Just accept it. He hasn't got those horns on it. Scoop them on. Get over it. 
Well, maybe <laughs> he's, maybe it's just like a different hat. He's just decided today he's going to put his beanie on rather than his, uh, <laughs> his his standard cap. You know what I mean? Maybe he's fighting Birdman today. Maybe, so. maybe maybe what it is there is that's actually the inspired version there. And instead of having a scything attack, he has a peck attack instead. <laughs> with his, with that his could Birdman. be with his uh, muscles though, as well. Oh. <laughs> That's why he's better. The, 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 the double peck attack, yeah. yeah. Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> now maybe, maybe you're right there, yeah. I'd like that. Okay, so the other thing I wanted to talk about, we mentioned Daughters of Cain last time we were on, um, but there's been uh, Ross Regan, did we say, on the uh, forums? Ross, Ross Regan had gone through all of the cards that, um, that have been released so far. Um which featured the uh, Daughters yeah, of Cain. Yeah, yeah. So fair play, it was a hell of a post. It's yeah. a really well put together sort of. Yeah, it's a really well thought out. But it even put all the pictures in there as well, which uh, I really enjoyed. Well done, Ross. Thank you, Ross. So well thank done. you for that work. Um, so Ross has, his investigation has led us to believe that we have uh, Morwaith's Blade Coven featuring five fighters, uh, three witch elves, uh, one Bloodstalker and one Sister of Slaughter. But he's so even got weaponry with him. Yeah, that's, that's damn good. So he, he said that Morgwaith the Blooded would be, or expected to be the leader. Is uh, that the Snake Lady? That's not the Snake Lady. Oh, what? Yeah. She comes with, or appears to have, a spear and a dagger. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there is Carissa and Lathea, who are twin witch elves, it says on here. Um, appear together quite frequently on here, so uh, but they've got dual daggers. Okay. Uh, so uh, just a standard witch elf, or um, yeah, we'll have a witch elf kind of build on those. Then there's uh, Cry, I think it is, uh, Bloodstalker, so that's the snake lady. Snake lady. Um, and she has a bow, which I was a little bit disappointed about, because I think the other version of the snake ladies has a spear. Yes. Or oh, it'd be nice to have a combat one, but still we get what we get. I suppose um, it gives them a ranged attack. It um, do, yeah. You know, more, than, more than two hexes away, potentially. So. Yeah. But I would have liked to have seen a spear on that, just for Sethley, I think it would have been nice to have a spear. Yeah. So that's her. And then there is currently an unknown, unnamed Sister of Slaughter. So that is one of the bald witches with the fancy hat on. Yes. Um, and she has a whip. So you can it's see... A, it's like, it's, the, it's the, like the screeching mask, isn't it, if I remember Yeah, right, it's like a bit like ones. a demon mask. So there's a couple of pictures of her here where she's attacking one of the uh, the rippers. Uh, one where... She, oh, no, the other two. The other two one, there's one where she looks, oh, what's going on here? And then there's another one where she's with uh, the ogre doing a bit of some kind of bondage. Okay. Uh, but that's the, that's the witch elves. Yeah. Okay. One thing I have to say on that, very good work, Ross. Yep. You've now got yourself a job for the rest of Underworlds. <laughs> <laughs> We're expecting this now. When yeah, the we next are. season drops. Definitely, yeah, right. the cards and figure it out. Uh, the other thing you've uh, mentioned here, actually, Dan, was um, Hunters. Oh, yeah. So, so I wanted to talk about Hunters on the Brutes. So the Nurgle... Wormspat didn't have any hunters in the box. Nope. So they were relying on uh, gambits to become, or upgrades to become hunters. Yep. Um, do we think we will see hunters um, on cards in, these guys. in the Morgox Crushers or the Daughters of Cain? So mm. I'm not sure that any of the Orcs will be hunters because 
Orcs. Because orcs. It, <laughs> they just go in. They just, just run one of bash things. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then I can see maybe all of the um, the the blade coven being hunters. The bloodstalker snake lady definitely will be a hunter in my opinion. I don't think the twins will be. Uh, because I think they're going to be the equivalent of Arnulf and uh, his mate. Yeah, the Dangle Rose. Dangle, dangle ladies. ladies. Dangle Ladies. Get your Dangle Ladies out. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. And it's going to be about that. What I think is quite good is that they've not they've not just gone, oh, this hunter thing is going to be a new keyword for season three. Everyone's a hunter. Season two and one. Sorry, guys, you're out of it. Yeah. And like the same with when they brought wizards in. Yeah, it's good to have a wizard in certain warbands. But actually, not every warband's had them. It's yeah. been fine. To, it's been. It stops the older warbands yeah. just being completely yeah. pushed out of it because everyone's under. Everyone's so, taking. So straight away, away, you know, the orcs again. They're not going to be wizards. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. They do have the like, war, war chanter, don't they? I know these guys. Are clearly that, they have the they war counters. Aren't. The war counters. Are war counters, war. don't they? Yeah, but don't count it out. That the, the guys here may have gone. You know what? We gave that gave that bare chested lad a skull and horns. He should be the team's wizard, and then last minute they change it to be a Zinchian bird head because he's actually <laughs> the wizard of the group. Could, Maybe that, that is what it is, and nobody really knows it that. so far. Yeah. Bit of a Zangor, <laughs> Zangor head, yeah. 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 Maybe the war counters could be linked to inspiration somehow. Maybe they could be. They could be, and also you collect, collect two and you inspire, but how do you collect them? <laughs> I like the idea of spending them for different things as well. So, Because there's 15 in the, 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 the token The most pack. numerous one, aren't they? Yeah, the most numerous one. So I like the idea of collecting them up by doing stuff. So 15 with three fighters, you could say five workouts per fighter. Yeah, and you, I think it'd be cool. Maybe you can spend them to inspire them, but also you can spend them for other things like a reroll or minus one damage or plus one damage or whatever it is. We're not think about balance at the moment, just sprouting stuff. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, with some raging comments. That's maybe, broken. Maybe, <laughs> it's not, it's maybe not what, the rules. Maybe what you can do is you can spend five of those war tokens to change the bird head skull to be the normal skull with the horns. Ah, and that'd mm, appease yeah, everybody. So what I'd love to see, Dan, are you actually going to model the uh, a different head on it? No, no. Maybe the giant dragon head, which you get in the school pack, <laughs> which is literally the same size as the model. I would, what I would do is I'd use the uh, the beast grave uh, blocked hex. Yeah. That one. And just stick it with stick the hex down. going to his head. <laughs> I'd love to see that, actually. Consider it done. Yes. Um, so also Dots of Cain so I think uh, I think the uh, leader lady is going to be a wizard I would say potentially if she's a hag queen kind of thing potentially don't have a bath mm. with her no I wasn't planning to mate wasn't planning to unless you like it bloody yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. okay cool so anything else on these guys before we move on no uh, but I'm slightly disappointed that they're not Seraphon <laughs> you know what? We do want Seraphon, but they've to their army book comes out in the next couple of weeks, I think. Does it? That's very good soon to know. for AOS. Yeah, it was leaked a while ago on the smells, but I think it's out very soon. So I reckon that they've got to be good um, starter set material. Potentially, four, yeah. Season, which they've already said is season four's already been announced. Yeah, it's it's nothing confirmed. about it. But, yeah. I, oh well, 
being part of that team, I did see that it was that released model, the... Uh, the Wermis. The Wermis. Yeah, the return of the Wermis. Yeah. So the other thing is, you know, again, going back to AOS law, I know we've seen a few, we've seen obviously the new uh, Scales Wild Hunt. They aren't currently within AOS, that particular type of race. Kenothi. Kenothi, that's the one. Um, we've obviously now got the new <coughs> equivalent of High Elves coming out. Um some nice cool models actually in AOS yeah, for that. Yeah. So again, maybe you could have the high elves, whatever they're called, versus the seraphon. That oh, could be cool. a starter set material potentially. Maybe, maybe. I know the so I had um, like the luminari or something. That's like, it. Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. And then also, I mean, one thing which I don't think it sounds came like a out, secret society, doesn't it? The illuminari. One thing which I think came out. In fact, a couple of things we can talk about. One, you've got the spy tyrants. War, yeah. which came out for Warcry um, there's also the Scions of the Flame that are coming out for Warcry as well they're not yeah. out yet they're not, they've not been revealed yet either. they haven't so again that could be something which we could potentially see coming out into into Underworlds as well there's just so much out there they could do there is there's a lot of potential a lot of opportunity yes what are you searching for Dan you trying um, to find a picture of something once upon a time I posted a picture up uh, it was actually the 2nd of Feb um, so it was chatting about Shadespire, Night Vault, and then Dreadfane. Um, so we've seen those three all set in the realm. I said the realm of death. They're actually set between, uh, between. outside the realm yeah. of death itself. You so, got to put in your place by somebody in the comments, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'm, I've barely read the rule book. Never mind the fluff. Um, but then we've seen Beast Grave, which is set in the realm of beast. And my question to a few different people there was. What will season four be? Will yeah. we see we've moved it now into the Beast Grave? Will we stay one more season in Gur and then move somewhere else, or Gur. will we move somewhere else straight away? What war ones do you expect to see? Do you think they'll be tied into it somehow, or do we think we'll just go on with something else? Yeah. So just to say, there's been chatter about uh, the realm of metal and moving in there. The realm of metal. 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 Yes. <laughs> um, Corey Sullivan said we could have a true curveball and see a setting in his ear. Um, in his ear? In, in his ear. <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> place to set somewhere. Yeah. Uh, wax for the wax god. Um, hair for the hair god? No, doesn't work. Uh, very special friend Furman has, uh, has said, oh, he's looking for some seraphon. Um, chomping at the bit. Scott, he thinks we'll be moving across to Ulgul. Uh, I think uh, I really like Matt's comment, which was um, Ronstone be specific. He was saying going more down different types of, say, Skaven clan. So having like Clan Skyer, for instance, or something like that. But that yeah. could be a really interesting warband, actually, because the Skaven have got some weird and wacky things. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. It, it could be good to see a variable attack profile, perhaps. Mm. So you will hit on Fury or you will hit on Smash, but if you roll Furies then you get one damage if you hit on smash you get two damage or something yeah. like that because yeah. i mean again going back to yeah. aos or even old school warhammer some of the skaven stuff was mental i remember mm. wiping half of dan's dark elf army out in turn one with my skaven gun line yeah and second turn i killed everything on my own and everything ran away because everything explodes <laughs> it all blew up yeah it's like i didn't work <laughs> i i expect uh what's the the plague clan called pestilence, uh, pestilence. i think they could be part of uh the only thing they've only really got three things really you've got a plague priest a sensor bearer and a plague monk 
Yes. I don't really have a lot of other variety. But, but, but you could mix that? them in with... You could just have a couple of clamets, because yeah. clamets do yeah. fight. But if, if you went down the Clan Sky route, because they had more... Um, got lots of weapons teams, lots of different weapons yeah. teams. You probably wouldn't see a Storm Fiend, I'd say, just because they're bigger than Moloch. <laughs> so they are, but you could get a Rat Ogre, potentially, around those kind that's of really things. That's really Moulder, though, isn't it? Moulders, Moulder, sorry, that's, that's the one I was thinking so of. You, then you could have Giant Rats and stuff which yeah. you can't hold objectives mm. but yeah. you could have I mean you could, they could be a bit similar to um, the squeaks yeah true pack master mold yeah. pack master deploying them that could be cool so you can tell who our Skaven expert is in the, uh, in the room <laughs> they, um, might, they might be four Nurgle actually yeah. absolute favourite John was mentioning the silent people um, who Shh. yeah we don't, don't talk, talk, don't talk about them. should we talk about them now but um, <laughs> we're supposed to be silent now yeah well I can't help myself um I think, well, I did have a quick flick through the fluff to see what it was going on about. And they are mentioned somewhere in the fluff about them. Uh, but, um... <laughs> Sorry, I've just shown uh, Dan a picture of my Frenzied Rager. Yeah. From, uh, <laughs> from Tyrants. Clarify, we are in about models. Yeah. <laughs> but we do uh, record these podcasts naked. Um, <laughs> these... My- Mike has a thing about naked podcast hosts, so I think they have to be American naked podcast hosts. Really? You two need to listen to the latest episode, by the way, chat and quote. We will okay. do. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, there, people are mentioning Deepkin being the bottom of the, the mountain. They're in the ocean. The bottom of the ocean. That's where they are. <laughs> Deepkin could be interesting. They've Maybe they could be silent. They could options. be the silent people as well, because do they have mouths? Yes. Or maybe they the could thralls, be silent. The thralls don't have eyes as such, do they? No. Um, so maybe they, maybe they, this breed doesn't have mouths. Souls, so they've not formed properly because the souls yeah. aren't there. That's, That's why they it. come to. They go onto land to harvest the souls, basically, to take mm. back. But then the Achilleans and stuff, um, the guys on the eels and all them, they're yeah. they're okay. Yeah. Uh, a few people have mentioned looking for <coughs> the uh, free peoples, free cities. Oh, that'd be amazing. And that was actually really worth cool. giving a shout out. There was a guy on the uh, few of the Underworlds pages who'd uh, he created his own warband of the free people. He had like a Priest of Sigmar and stuff. They were really nicely done. Um, models, some of them were converted, but he'd also done his own card set for them. So that's worth a shout out. If you can find them, really, really cool. I'm sure yeah. I saw somebody had done their own similar thing like that and somebody posted, they're absolutely broken. And he replied, that was the same one. I think... He's just replied with, I've only used the different pictures. <laughs> like yeah. they were actually a wall band. It's not all my days. Yeah, but remember that mile probably was Derek. Um, <laughs> trolling. Yeah, but a few people then also mentioned um, the uh, new Tetlis, pointy ear elves, mm. and yeah. also male Kith Malarians, not shadowy elf people. Yes. Maybe they'll be the coming back. Or whatever they were, yeah. So yeah, plenty to potentially go at, and uh, lots of things we're excited for, to be honest. So come on, G Dub, you know it's not like your release schedule's quite quick enough for us yet. We'd like to see some more, uh, some more band every fortnight or something. <laughs> Gosh, can you imagine? <laughs> Fine. I'm well behind. I need to try and catch up. Um, so next up, we're going to talk questions. Ooh, so um, at the end of the last podcast, I put a little thing up on Facebook asking for questions. And uh, we had a couple to, to answer. So this time, in a bit of preparation, I asked this question earlier in the week. And we've had three which have been asked. First of all, we've already mentioned him, Mr. Mike Harlan. Who's Mike? Um, he's some dude who doesn't pay his models. Um, oh, but anyway, I think he's from, was it Steel City? Steel City. Uh, uh, they're, they're a team that don't come in the top 16. 
Well, perfect timing, actually, because we're, his question is, are the Ready for Action guys going to uh, have a team, or at least one team, at the UK Game Expo? Games Expo. For the, for the Alliance on the Friday. Yeah, so that's basically team game, teams of three, fighting it out. What are we saying, lads? I think we're saying we're taking two teams, aren't we? And they're both going to finish above them. <laughs> Isn't that what I replied? I think that might be the one. What did Mike reply? Uh, Mike said something about there being more Grand Clash winners in the in their, Steel, City, in their Steel City B team <laughs> than we've got in total. So yeah, he's got on that one. To be fair, yeah, <laughs> the, the only thing is, I, I don't like it that he's identified a B team uh, for for his players. It's I don't know. I mean, as here at Ready for Action, we're only A's. You've got two A-teams. Two A-teams. Two A-teams, yeah. <laughs> Don't know who's going to be on the short straw and get Josh, though. <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually a good question. How? I know we shouldn't really be discussing this here, but you know, how are we actually going to put together our team? Are we going to draw out of a hat? Are we going to we'll like, decide we'll... warbands? I've already yeah. thought about it. Decide warbands, because you can't share cards across them. There you go, you see. So we have uh, Mr. Smedley being the tactics behind it. I literally have no idea anything about the rules on that, so... You can't share cards? Yep. Um... I believe there isn't actually a rule that says you can't share warbands, but you wouldn't because yeah. you can't share cards, so you can't even run the same multiple. Teams of three, uh, you'll pair off, so whoever wins the coin toss chooses the first matchup. But then, is it better actually to lose that? Because then if you choose the second one, you're also choosing the third one. Oh, right, okay. Via default, because yeah. there are only two players left. And then you just get paired off. So you might, you might decide that if it's us three as the team... We get a thing and we get, we're not going to beat that guy. Yeah. We haven't got a deck to beat him. And then you go, well, So we'll actually, put me up against him because I don't stand a chance against him anyway. That's fine. But no, <laughs> well, like, Dan's playing X and that easily beats Y and mine easily beats that. So we'll therefore, actually, Jake, you are sacrificing this round yep. and we will do these and mm. stuff and do yep. like that. So this is quite tactical. And we want, you kind of, I think in your team, you want quite a, you don't want three objective decks. Mm. Only one of them can take temporary victories. And yeah. one of them can take all the cards. Mm. So you need to make sure you've got a nice balance as well. Okay. It's just So I think for us then, tactics-wise and thinking about it, um, I think somebody needs to make sure that Kev doesn't take extreme flank. Um, <laughs> and I think we also need to make sure that I'm Josh doesn't take chosen axes. Yeah, he's not allowed. Josh, you hear this here first. You are not allowed to take chosen axes to the UK Games Expo. Alliance, you take it to the Grand Clash, don't care. You finish bottom in that. <laughs> and I think that. by that, I mean, we should probably pack his warband and his deck for him yeah. because he'll probably turn up with chosen axes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think I'm actually quite looking forward to that. I think it'll be a really good, uh, a really good day out for us. Bit of a laugh. I mean, when we all last went to that, the last Grand Clash we all went to, which I think was Warhammer Fest, was a really good laugh as a day, yeah. wasn't it? So, um, yeah, I'm quite, quite. I think, we, I think that was such a laugh we split at the seams, didn't we? <laughs> I certainly did, yes. Uh, but yeah, no, I think it'd be really, really good fun. There'd also be some very good players there in the Alliance games as well. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, John Reese has already put his uh, team think, together. Has he they? got the team? He's, I know he's, he's put his team together. together. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty looking forward to that, yeah. It'll be, it'll be wicked. That's going to be such a good... So what good. Going, I'm going to go eyes on the nine. Uh, what are you going for, Dan? Well, we're having uh, joint cards. Garrick Reavers, I think. Garrick Reavers, yeah. Chosen Axes. Perfect. <laughs> so that's that's the team to beat, guys. That's the A team. That's the A team. Uh, we'll see what happens. So, yeah, thanks for that question, Mike. Uh, next, we've got Peter Vandenbosch. Sorry if I've pronounced your, your, your name wrong there, Peter. Um, 
You got the Peter bit right. I did, yeah. <laughs> um, so he's asked us the two new warbands, and by that I assume he means them Wormspat and uh, Rothgore's Mantrappers. Um, how do you think they're going to fare against the Grimwatch? Because at the moment, Grimwatch are potentially the strongest um, set of warbands um, <laughs> within Beast Grave. I think most people will agree with us on that yeah. comment. Yeah. How do we think they're going to uh, do against them? So, do you want to start with the Wormspat? I think they'll struggle. Okay. I think they're... I don't know. I don't think anyone's quite figured them out yet. I think they're a lot of denial, but I don't think they can deny them fast enough. I think okay. they can deny aggro fast. Yeah. But I don't think they can deny that hold objective, temporary victory kind of style or swift capture and then uh, whichever the one is that you hold the objective on the random but, for, oh, well, there's, and there's also for the king they've got as well in the name of the king I don't think they can stop them quick I think you'd rely on getting I was also making invert terrain and things like that early doors getting forward and removing their objectives and even then they're fast and going to yeah. make it into yours anyway I just I think they'll struggle but I don't think anyone's quite cracked the worms back yet there's a lot of I think they're very okay at everything they've not really got a niche to go down but somebody will crack them yeah. just, just to look at that as well Worms Bat are only three fighters and is it two fighters Grimwatch and Spiron two there are less than two enemy fighters in there it's l- yes, yes in less there. than two so it's if, it's, if there's two in there they don't yeah them. so so I mean, to, prevent, to prevent that inspiration you've got to get in their face yeah. basically and they're not they've got, super fast they've got quite a bit of movement shenanigans though built in with the cycle card which lets them gain the extra move and they've got um, a dual push push two fighters up to two hexes so okay so they, they've got the potential to do that I think it's up to two hexes anyway maybe it's just one so they've got they could get forward quick but even then Grimwatch don't need to inspire no they can still just walk around mm. and stand on stuff mm. Definitely, especially with the goal call as well. You know, all of a sudden you've got you've got a goal on your backfield. Mm. I think they'd have to go aggro. They'd mm. have to try and kill stuff, which I think they're capable of. Um, but I think they may struggle. Okay. Man trappers, ant rappers, ant rappers. Uh, they are. I think they are quite a good counter, to be honest. Mm. I think the uh, the Grim Watch may struggle. To deal with the six wounds and on the of, big lad of the of big papa pump, um, you know what? I'm so gonna paint his moustache that colour now. <laughs> um, You've heard it here first, guys. But the um, again, I think those the man trappers will struggle to stop the grim watch inspiring, especially as after Hrothgorn uh, the. Noblars aren't really doing too much. Uh, maybe that thrath near the dog uh, can get involved there. But really, I do think that the um, the man trappers are quite a good um, force to be to be countering the Grim Watch. They've got some good shenanigans with the bow and the drag ability of that. Yep. Uh, they've also got a few different cards that are um, flipping terrain as well. The yeah. One, the one thing I did like about them, um, which has been talked about a few times, is this. This let's call it the super lethal hex. Super yeah. lethal. So basically, you throw the trap down on a lethal hex, and it's doing what three damage? Three damage. Um, so again, you know, you've got to be quite careful, especially with the Grimwatch, because a lot of them haven't got many wounds. Um, Even the trap kills a lot of them on its own. Yeah, it kills three of them. Yeah, exactly. So if you are, let's say, you're trying to do the Grimwatch thing of holding objectives. You've got to be quite careful because all it takes is 
Big Papa Pump to uh, drag you off that objective onto a super lethal axe. Or invert it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then drag you off, and then Nightmare in the Shadows, well, the new distraction, and back on we go. Well, well that's just, you can invert that, um, that objective, and if he's in range, he can shoot you, knock you back, and then as a reaction, pull you back, you back forwards, yeah. Yeah. back over that. Has to be so that that could be three damage there. Yeah, I think you're talking about them maybe it's not stopping him inspiring. I actually think Thrafnir is going to probably charge in. So that's yeah. one fighter, and I think I can't remember which one it is, but Little Trap Man, he's going to probably that's, run that, in that is Bushwhacker, Bushwhacker, Bushwhacker Buckler, Bushwhacker Buckler is going to run in and lay a trap. And the Grimwatch have got to kill him to get him out if they want to inspire. Yeah, and Hrothgorn is probably going to be deployed on the front line and maybe moving as well. So I think they could stand a good mm. chance of stopping him actually from inspiring as well. Yeah, if you go full on aggro, let's say, with, with Rothgorn and his, and his guys. Which I think you would against Grimwatch. Yeah. You'd go for it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, I hope that gives you a bit of a, a bit of a view, Pete. Um, the other thing you said was, what do we expect from the new Orcs? Well, we've already done that. So Aggro. We expect aggro. Smash. Very aggro. We're expecting pecs. We're expecting yeah. school faces. Bird school faces. Bird school faces. Uh, and then the final one uh, from Chris Holloway. Thanks for your question, Chris. Uh, which is Wormspat. What are they good for? Carrying the plague. <laughs> I was going to say absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, we've mentioned it, haven't we, a minute ago. They're, they're, they're a bit of bit of everything. Jack of all trades, I think was the term you used earlier, Dan. Yeah, master of none. But yeah. I, I do think, like a lot of them, it just takes a bit of time sometimes for someone to find a bit of a niche. Mm. We're going to have a game afterwards, hopefully, so uh, see if I've found a bit of a niche. And then we'll have a bit of a feedback then, will we? To see, uh, yeah, so see how we get on. I'm running for the foreseeable until I realise that I'm not going to run them at Expo and I need to try something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've, you've, already picked, you've already picked Garrick's, so just stick with that, mate. Um, so that's one thing which I did put on the uh, on, on our Facebook group the other day, which was uh, I love Garrick's rings, as you know. So I asked I asked the community what cards should I have in my Garrick Reavers build. <laughs> Wrong right. answers only. And guys, you gave me some amazing amazing comments. Uh, there was one. My favourite one was it is it you don't take any damage or you, you don't do any attacks or anything. I was just like perfect. Let's do that one. So yeah, thanks for that. Um, right, and then finally, as we've started to do, uh, we're going to quickly go through some of the events uh, which are currently in our area. We've absolutely failed on the under 30 minutes, by the way. No, no, we, we haven't, we haven't. It's a 30-minute podcast, but there's that much golden content, it's been spread out. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, basically, if you take out all the stuff where we don't talk Underworlds, it's about 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, first of all, um, so we are recording on the 25th of February. So, this Friday, uh, we have the Bugman yeah. Skirmish Clash in Nottingham, yeah. which uh, Nick runs, Nick Bainton. Yep. Um, didn't you win that recently, Dan? I won the Christmas one, yeah. There you go. Curse of the Wermoose. Curse um, of the Wermoose. How'd you get on at the last one with Skeths? Um You did all right then, didn't you? I didn't. No, 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 I didn't. No, I played. I literally forgot it. I thought, did you go like four and one? No, no, you went three and one, but three was losses. <laughs> yeah, it was probably the worst tournament I've been to. Oh, um, that had my favourite finishing move by the Ripper guy who dropped the double annihilation on you. Yeah, just yeah, scored yeah. 10 clubs. Like, oh, yeah, I've not lost by too much. Oh, God, there's another 10. Double uh, annihilation. It was like, oh, yeah, it's only 16, 12 or something. That's yeah. quite respectable. And he went, uh, Dropped Annihilation. We're all watching this yeah. point because obviously Dan takes 40 minutes for a game. Yeah, yeah. And then after dropping that, Rippers have their own version of Annihilation as well. So he was like, 
I'll have another 10 glory, thank you. That was that uh, brutal. That was Colin from Germany. Um, yeah. Well played, Colin. Thank yeah, you, Colin. I'd tip my hat to you. Well done, mate. It was brilliant. a good game, that was. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I played eight games with uh, the Wild Hunt and I won one. So that went well. Uh, but but the, the aim of the game, the aim of Friday for me was to, uh, to get into the best painted... Uh, cabinet and I got into the best painting cabinet. Well done, mate. Wasn't going to win in that category, but I wanted to get in there. I'm really pleased about that. You that didn't have a number, did you? You just snuck them into the cabinet. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just pushed everybody else out of the cabinet. Um, so no, that's so anyway. <laughs> that's this Friday. Bugman skirmish clash. Go highly along. Yeah, highly recommend. I still haven't been to one. Uh, unfortunately, I can't do this Friday either. So, but I will be coming, Nick, at some point. So look out for me, mate. Um, Lethal strike. <laughs> oh, mate, it's, it's, it's missing. Gary's Reavers. Gary's Reavers. Uh, 29th of February, so the Saturday, uh, we have a session at Boards and Swords Hobbies in Derby. Boards and Swords? Yeah. Boards and Swords. Boards and Swords Hobbies in Derby. They're doing their quarter one again for... Uh, Beastgrave. Beastgrave. Uh, always worth pop, popping down, checking out. Some good players go down there. Ian will welcome you with open arms. Good venue as well, like spacious, sizable, lots of yeah. stuff going on. I think I want to say 15 quid, but you basically get like half a Domino's pizza at lunch. You do. buys in basically a Domino's between two. So. Yeah. And last time I went, it was uh, I think it was actually my birthday we went for, which is a long time ago, and he, he bought me birthday cake ice cream, <laughs> which was pretty cool. Nice. Um, so thanks for that, Ian. Uh, then we've got on the 8th of March, which is a Sunday, we've got Vault 14 in Doncaster, which is always a good a good tournament normally yeah so you've got the vault dwellers up there like John Greenwood Rob Matheson and those guys they're all up there uh, and then finally um, 21st of March uh, which is also a Saturday Tritex Games at Stafford oh I had a great uh, a great session down there uh, I think that was just before Christmas um, great time down there uh, first first meet up with Sandro uh, who stole away the trophy then as well from me <laughs> um, a new nemesis potentially Dan <laughs> yeah yeah um, I just need to meet him at car park one night and steal our trophies back <laughs> <laughs> so those are kind of our local tournaments if I've missed your local tournament I apologise uh, feel free to give me a shout if you're in our kind of area we yeah. are the Midlands I suppose we're plugging these ones as well because we should say we go to these ones regularly we attend them yeah. so we know them so we feel comfortable in saying they're they, good tournaments they are good tournaments they're well run at good venues so yeah. give them a go um, so yeah so Thanks for checking us out. Have you guys got anything else you want to share with the, uh, the listeners before we go? No, I don't think so. I'm personally looking forward to having some uh, new painted underworlds in the next month, hopefully. So look out for that on our Instagram or whatever it'll be. What's the what is the first one on the list? So currently, I have um, I have Scritches, uh, fellas. Oh, Michael Swan. Yeah, uh, which is quite interesting. And uh, yeah, I've, I've I've started blocking the colours in, so hopefully they'll be done soon. You've not painted Spark Plus One. I haven't. No. Even I've painted them. I know you have, mate. <laughs> Even Mike Carlin's painted them. <laughs> I've not painted off the others, but I've painted them. <laughs> so it's going to be them, and then I've got the ghosts, Ghost Bros. After that, Ooh. ready to go. Um, although, and then I thought I might actually have a bit of a session gluing together all of the stuff I need to paint for Beast <laughs> Grave, and also for Night Vault because I've got quite a lot. So, yeah, that's for me. I think for me, actually, after finishing the worm spot, I've got the same issue as you, and that I've got about eight warbands not built, and I've got the boxes lined up nice and neat now. So, they're going to come out and get built. Good stuff. Uh, I am fully built, 
I do need to gap fill all of the <laughs> fully built. <laughs> he's got the school face on, he's got the it's big a, the big morning star mace thing. It's a bird face, right? <laughs> um, so the I've got to gap fill the um, the worm spat and the man trappers. Uh, I'll be painting the Grim Watch and then the re- uh, the Rippers. God, even I paint the Grim Watch down. Hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> cool. But then, yeah, uh, hopefully, going to try out Lady Harrow's Mournflight a little bit for the next few weeks, casually. See how that goes. Um, we'll go from there. Casually, you know, like half of them finishing the top sixteen at the Grand Clash. So oh, I'll try these. Guys. Very casual. <laughs> and I think that's actually a good point. You know, um, I know we've been a little bit lax recently on the on the YouTube content, but we've we've talked about what we want to put out. Recently, you know, in in the future, uh, one thing we're really keen to do is we're going to do a bit of a review on uh, Dreadfane. So we're going to play Dreadfane as is out of the box. We're then thinking about doing a. What what can you do with the the guys the champions of Dreadfane in Beastgrave? And then we may even, and this is the thing I'm just bringing up here, we might actually take some of the other warbands potentially into Dreadfane. Into it just be, just, just see how they play. Fun. Yeah, just a, a bit of fun because those cards, random event stuff, just looks it looks fun. Yeah, it's not all about competitive. No, it's, it's all about competitive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, cool. No, thank so, you very much. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Remember, give us a like, a subscribe, and anything you're on to help us grow. Go on YouTube, give us a subscribe on there. We, yeah. we need as many as we can get. We do. Um, check out the uh, the posts on uh, the card reviews on Wednesdays. Ah, uh, yeah. We're also trying to do those more regularly. Keep an eye on our painted content as well. We'll hopefully put more up soon when Joe gets back on to finishing his uh, Scritch's uh, Spikes Claw Swarm. No pressure. No pressure, mate. Yeah, so give us a like and a follow. And we'll catch you guys next time. Yep. See you guys. Thanks a lot.